Yo, today's QOD is your thoughts can make you sick. Here we go. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number 594 and our feature speaker, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Today, Dr. Dispenza is talking about something that's so important. I used to be a health coach, and um, it's really interesting because if I look back at the clients who got the best results, they weren't just the ones who ate the right foods and did the right uh, supplement protocol or did the right amount of exercise. Like those people, they got some results. The people who got the best results were the ones who made a concerted effort to change the way they think and to reduce their stress levels. If those parts of the equation, the health equation are not addressed, you're not going to get the result that you want. Because when we're stressed, remember, just a thought, the way that we think causes stress in the body. And that stress is like literally molecules of emotion flooding through our body, impacting our cells, which impacts the DNA and the expression of that DNA, which can put us in an unhealthy state. So it's not just food. It's not just exercise. It is your thinking. When you change your thinking for the better, you improve your health. I just hit my microphone. But yeah, you know what I mean. Here's Dr. Dispenza. The majority of people in the Western world spend the majority of their life living by the hormones of stress. Now, stress is when your body's knocked out of homeostasis. The stress response is what your body innately does to return itself back to order. That's the first definition of resilience. Now, you have three types of stress. You have physical stress, like an injury, an accident, a fall, a trauma. You have chemical stress, like viruses and bacteria and blood sugar levels and heavy metals and hormones and foods and hangovers. And then you have emotional stress, right? Traffic jams and internet connections and second mortgages and single parenting and 401ks. And each one of those things knocks your brain and body out of balance. And all organisms in nature can tolerate short-term stress. If the deer gets chased by a pack of coyotes, if the deer outruns the coyotes, 15 minutes later it goes back to grazing and the stress is over. Human beings are different. We can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. You can begin to think about some future worst-case scenario, and because the privilege of human beings is that we can make thought more real than anything else, we can focus on that possibility to the exclusion of everything else. And you can knock your body out of physiological balance just by thought alone, and your body as the unconscious mind believes it's in that experience in the present moment. And we can unfold past bitter memories that are, that are 
tattooed in the recesses of our gray matter, and like magic, we bring them to life. And in that moment, it's real. And so the hormones of stress long-term push the genetic buttons that create disease. And no organism can tolerate living in emergency mode for extended periods of time. So then think about this. You can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. How many people have done that? You've done that? It's called being human, right? And we know that the hormones of stress dysregulate and downregulate genes to create disease. So that means then your thoughts can make you sick. So here's my question. If your thoughts can make you sick, can your thoughts make you well? I'm talking to the right audience. (laughs) So then the hormones of stress, though, give the body and brain a rush of energy. And it's like a narcotic. It becomes a drug. And people become very addicted to the adrenaline and the stress hormones. And they use the problems and conditions in their life to reaffirm their emotional addiction so they can remember who they think they are. The bad relationship, the bad job, the terrible circumstances. All of that is in place because the person needs that to reaffirm their emotional addiction. Because God forbid they couldn't feel anything. So then if the hormones of stress become like a narcotic, and you can turn on the stress response just by thought alone, then we could become addicted to our own thoughts. How many people are still with me? So then if you become addicted to your own thoughts when it, becomes t- when it comes time to change, then you can understand then, just like an addict, the moment you're no longer thinking certain thoughts that are making certain chemicals for you to feel a certain way, and those feelings drive the same thoughts. You know, like if you have an insecure thought, you begin to feel insecure, right? Come on. And the moment you feel insecure, you're going to think more insecure thoughts, yes? And if you keep doing that for 20 or 30 years, it's going to feel pretty familiar, yeah? And then you're going to say, I am insecure. Well, whenever you say, I am anything, what you're saying is you're commanding your mind and body towards a destiny. So if the body has been conditioned to the mind of insecurity... Don't you think then the moment you're no longer going to think insecure thoughts and fire and wire those circuits in your brain and then produce the blend of chemicals for you to feel that way, don't you know your body is going to do what? It's going to look back up at your brain and say, hey, I modified my receptor sites for you. We've been doing this for 20 years. I'm counting on those chemicals coming. Now you're just going to stop? And it's going to start sending signals back to the brain. And the hardest part about change is not making the same choice as you did the day before. And so these people understood that their 20 years of hatred or their 30 years of anger or their 15 years of fear or insecurity was the very reason that they were sick. And because feelings and emotions are the end product of past experiences, and we can remember experiences better because we can remember how they feel, if uh, the environment signals the gene and the environment produces a chemical reaction, 
then as long as you're feeling the same way every single day, there's no new information coming from the environment, and you keep signaling the same gene. How many people are with me? So then the emotions of anger and aggression and hurt and hostility and hatred and prejudice and fear and anxiety and insecurity and hopelessness and powerlessness and depression, guilt and shame, those are all familiar emotions to us because we've experienced the events correlated with them. How many people are still with me? And it's those emotions that are derived from the hormones of stress and if you keep knocking your body out of balance, that imbalance becomes the new balance and you're headed for some type of disease. And these people began to realize that they had to change that. That was Dr. Joe Dispenza. His website is drjoedispenza.com. Check out his website. Learn more about him because he's amazing. You also learn about his upcoming workshops and events. He also has a new series broadcasting on the Gaia Network. You can learn more about that at Gaia.com. That is G-A-I-A.com. And if you want to watch today's talk on YouTube, it's one of those ones with a big, long, crazy name. We'll just leave the um, link to it in the description description box, but it's called TQIW HealthWise 27th July 2015, day one. Dr. Joe Dispenza, MP4, YouTube. Again, the link will be in the description for today's episode. Please follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton and leave a rating or a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate that. And I will see you tomorrow for our Friday episode with John Hope Bryant. See you then. Peace. Mm-hmm.